Um, are we waiting for Adam or we, do we just go ahead? We mm. said five minutes and it's been nine minutes. Yeah, fuck. Well, I haven't got any news articles lined up, but we can go ahead, I guess. <laughs> Maybe we should wait for him just for someone has something to do. Yeah, because yeah, I haven't actually lined up. Wait, let me open the news chat quickly. <laughs> Besides Taniela Tupo winning the AU player of the season, the <laughs> MVP. How do, what? No, I'm joking, Ben. Yeah. He's, sec- he's say, running what? second. But why are they giving out an MVP now? Well, I suppose it's, yeah, it's a it's gathering votes. Yeah, so it's the second to last round. Oh, my God. That's And, and anyone can vote? Um, uh, no, I yeah. voted for Tim, Timansky, who was inexplicably nominated. I think it's five per side, and then yeah, somehow Anstey also. Got but but why don't we uh, why don't we gather the collective and fuck with this? Uh, I don't think we have the. I don't think we have critical. enough sway, but we can try. Yeah, <laughs> you can try. Okay, How's let's this? try. Let's try. Who, who's the most like okay. random person on there? Timansky. Tim Anstey has to be the most. Yeah. The Not least deserving. The least deserving of the yeah. lot. Ben, Ben, if you've been if you've been drafted by Adam at least twice and haven't actually started a weekend, you're the most random player on. Yeah. Tim, Tim Anstey in Adam's defense did have one good game. Yeah, he just he had, never got into the park again. Yeah, I think he had like two good games, but like, well, not good games, but like fantasy wise. But yeah. the second one was just the person at the back of the rolling mall. Yeah. Uh, have we started? No, not particularly. We were... uh, okay, cool. Yeah. No, that, I mean, thanks. We Which can I, just like... It sounded like you were... You went well, start, go. Just go smoothly into it. Yeah, yeah so you were like we bad were talking about the, the... Yeah, we're we actually talking about rugby. Fuck yeah, we're talking yeah. about the SRAE man of the uh, season, whatever it is. Okay, yeah. well, let's, let's do it. Um, and apologies for being late. It was just bedtime stuff. Okay. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to Elite Rugby Banter, the podcast about rugby. I'm Adam. Yes, I've, I've managed to make another episode. Thank God for that, right? Um, I'm joking, but thank you, Ben's here to clean up my mess. Uh, ben, how are you? Oh, well, thanks, Andrew. Good. How was last week? You couldn't join us. I think you were. Yeah, no, it was just bad timing. Like we yeah. we kept we kept James up a bit too late, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sweet. We seem to have somehow developed some sort of like telepathic language where they'll both just flare up at the same time Ew. yeah which is quite worrying going forward but yeah, they are definitely <laughs> going to gang up on you i can hear one of them starting already no that's that's that, real that that's, that's real yes yeah no no olivia's good though. she just sleeps but when like sometimes if she flares up james will be like okay fuck it's on now and he'll just i gotta go. prove his worth he's gotta prove his worth is, yeah. that, is that better? Like, do you want to consolidate, like, the damage in one yeah, session? Yeah, it's more, it's more the timing. Because, yeah, if this happened at sort of three in the afternoon, yes, I would prefer for them to both have their mm. daily tantrum then. But the fact that they normally time it around half seven, mm-hmm. which, you know, they should to do at half seven. Like, is, that, is that AM or PM? Uh, PM. Fair enough. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so that's no, normally they, me. yeah, normally they wake up a little bit. As long as they're not doing it at like four in the morning, I guess. So. No, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, last night, Danny woke up at like 2 a.m. and did not go back to sleep. Oh, Christ. Yeah, oh. James used to do that. He used to wake up and then he'd be like, okay, I'm up now. And then he would look outside and it would be dark and he would fucking rage at the night. <laughs> like, what the f- Like, why? Like, what's going on, Dad? Like, like what, why is it dark outside? I don't understand. I'm awake and it's dark. Like, but I've slept. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Make it light, goddammit. You fucked up, James. Mm. Yeah, Ren, Ren just wakes up at four o'clock most nights. She's, she's teething now, but she, she's actually quite, quite good on that front but let me let me kill the dad talk because this can go on for long enough i feel like we're leaving out matt matt matt, matt how are you i mean i'm not too bad i mean i spent five weeks looking after two dogs that also had a habit of waking uh, up in the middle of the night and just had to go and like 
acknowledge that they were barking at something so that they'd go back to bed. Yeah. Congratulate them yes. on protecting the property and then they'd go back uh, to bed. That sounds like fatherhood. Yeah. So so you, you, you can claim that mantle for a bit. Alex, how are you? I'm good. I've got I've got uh, the worst both worlds because my dog, we also have a dog and a baby. Yeah. Oh, um, and we are sufficiently close to the Cape Town fire. Yes. Oh. And yeah. our dog keeps getting disturbed by cars and helicopters and shit so we had a darking bog <laughs> darking bog for most of last night barking dog and uh, crying baby so lovely good. Yeah, I mean, no. but i had lamorous for dinner so i'm nice. quite happy overall my uh, my mom brought some curry for for supper which is nice yeah that's just nearby uh, to everybody who's listening in cape town um just obviously we hope that you your friends and family are safe um, from from the fires and if you've had to make a move hopefully it was an orderly one and that uh, I think things go well so yeah it's just a, I guess people living in the city bowl uh, just good luck hopefully things turn out a bit better um, I, I guess for us to turn things out well I guess if we talk about what we have in the news uh, we got some news and then we'll just chat about Super Rugby AU and then the Super Rugby competition in New Zealand and Fred, uh, Phil said I'm terrible at pronouncing um, <laughs> competition's name so i'm going to avoid it it'll be he he the competition you shall not be named appropriately by me but i guess starting off with some news some british irish lions news that came out uh, recently via telegraphs you can't really see a lot um but apparently for the tour there'll be two bubbles established in well one i'll, I'll say gauteng i'll probably probably stick it out i don't know centurion or the arena maybe the arena country club but no they're going to use that for the australian cricket tour for those bastard aussies sorry mitch cancelled on us uh, at the last minute so that might be it to to play games in in like we assume at his park at loftus and another bar bubble will then be created in cape town the touring teams well i mean the teams that they were meant to play on tour will now travel to karting in cape town to play these fixtures and i think two of the tests what well, they were going to be in the high fault anyway um and one test it will be occurring in cape town seems to make sense uh does the touring teams will Obviously, also then bubble for 14 days or whatever before they play. Yeah, Not, that's a. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. I think yeah, I think SA's also got a bubble as well, just as well, like with in that as well. But I think I saw, like split. It's one test, the Stormers game and the SA Invitational side would all be Cape Town, and then it would be the two in tests. The two tests, bulls, sharks, up north in Joburg. Okay, so because normally the tour works, they sort of play all their non-test fixtures, yeah. and then they then they play their three tests at the end. Mm. So, so now it's going to sort of be a, a few games a test, a few games a test, a few games a test. I don't know. I thought uh, yeah, it's either that or yeah. I don't know exactly sure actually. Well, yeah, I, I guess that's the only way you can really do it. Well, yeah, there's zero detail. I'm just waiting for them to tell me when I can get my cash back for the tickets. Yeah, same. Because at this rate, that's, Sorry, that's the only news that they're going to give us now. It's like... I think that makes sense. When you said the Sharks are coming up north to play, I'm like, oh, they'll play better. There we just go. Because, because they, they don't have the humidity to knock the ball on. Sorry, oh, I, mean, I, I, I wonder if this will because you know they always talk about like the the high foul being a big factor yeah. and now which I, I find a bit weird because most of the south african players aren't based on the high foul but anyway um i wonder if this will sort of mitigate that a bit if they're spending sort of four weeks at the at, at altitude yeah at, at altitude i did i couldn't think of the word there i wanted to call it high level instead of sea level for some reason <laughs> at the at mountain yeah. level are you, are you a consultant <laughs> from a high level but yeah. i mean yeah i mean that it's not just the the air that you have to climatize to it's also i mean this is the air but it's not just breathing air. it's like the whole the floating ball you know, and all that yeah kicking. yeah well you have to you have to you know because obviously you don't want to over kick your kicks and oh. yeah so, but I've been, uh, yeah, I mean, four weeks is probably enough time to get used to the conditions, um, you would think, for a professional. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see how the whole, whole thing's going to work. Like, obviously, 
it's always been an option. So, you know, I don't, I don't know why people are so kind of, oh, will it even happen when, you know, big sporting events like the NBA have been going ahead in bubbles. Like, we could always, you know, we have the technology to keep players safe in this day and age. And all it really means is that they have a shitty time, you know, spending a month in a hotel with just each other or whatever. And really, when you get paid as much as these guys are play rugby, there are worse things than living in a bubble for a month or two. So, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see exactly what it means for the, like, for the small fixtures in particular. But personally, I don't think it's a, you know, that big of a deal. And um, I'm just glad that the tour's looking likely to proceed at this point. So, yeah. can, I, can I tell an, an incidental story? So, yes. Sorry, Alex talking about hotels reminded me. So now, now uh, COVID's back in Mauritius. You know, it was gone and now it's back. And um, but you know, we take it like very seriously. Like, so if you if you expose to someone who's sick, you need like turn yourself in and you get put in um, quarantine, like government government isolation. Mm-hmm. So this used to be at like sort of town halls and you know like shitty places, but now it's at five star hotels. It's not worth so, catching it. So what, <laughs> so what people are doing is they're literally going and saying, oh, I've been exposed to someone with COVID. You need to yeah. book me into quarantine. And then <laughs> they get they get 14 days in a five-star hotel. Well, just obviously just the room, but you get the meals and, and it's all on the government. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and you don't get work. Yeah. No, I suppose so you could you work from, from, you could wipe yeah, out you from could the work hotel. From, yeah, but this is, this is not, not to target that demographic, but it's mainly sort of Nothing. manual laborers and stuff who can't really work from home anyway, so they really have the best of both. Uh, you respect them more for, for hustling the yeah, game. Yeah, those, fuck, those fucking lucky manual laborers, hey? they really who, have it all. Who, who pays for it? The government? Yeah, the government. Oh, that's nice of them. Country's going to go fucking bankrupt, but whatever. That's chilled. Um, so, yes. Uh, we'll, we'll be finding out a little bit more about the details of the tour as it proceeds. I'm sure the squad uh, will, I assume, be picked in the coming weeks. Um, I know that the um, British Lions were busy uh, arguing with the British clubs because I think Gatton wanted to host a camp in Jersey that aligns with the semi-finals um, of the British Premiership, etc., etc. So they're busy organising that um, at this stage. But... Yeah, but, but Gatlin was making some quite sort of, I guess now this is the third time doing it. He's like, well, fuck, I'm untouchable at this point. Yeah. But he was, say, he was saying stuff like, yeah, if these people, you know, if if you aren't released, it's going to affect your, your chances of selection. As these poor fucking guys, like, it's not like they have any control over it. Mm. So. But also, I mean, it kind of, like, yeah, like, it sucks for the club now to let their players go. But long run, they can then. I mean, fuck. How long did what's his, what's his face dine out on the fact that they had a British and Irish Lions player down in so Australia? Just, so imagine. Just give me a second. Like the, the long term soft ramifications. Just wait, wait, wait. What what Australian team had a British and Irish Lions? Trying to remember. This is the, the first I'm hearing of it. Fuck. I actually can't even remember his name anymore. It's <laughs> it's escaped my mind. This is like Ben's altitude. It obviously can't <laughs> be Jeff Park. <laughs> Could be. It sounds like it, it could be Jeff. Be Jeff no, I know. I know Jeff Parling's like. I know he's from England and he played for the yeah. Reds. But uh, I feel <laughs> like we wouldn't have been able to watch Jeff Parling play Super Rugby without hearing about him being British on line. No, especially the way Australian commentators would really take something like that and beat it to death. You like they would have at least mentioned it. Yeah, like at least once. Like maybe, Should maybe, uh, maybe they would have more class than to mention it five thousand times, but. Yeah. Oh, certainly. Fun. Yeah, certainly. Definitely. That's pre pre stand by the way. Yeah, oh. pre stand. PS, the PS era of Australia maybe. <laughs> <laughs> PS uh, and post you know, with problem is we're also uh, in post stand, so that's currently the PS era as well. Uh, <laughs> I, I I did see something. I saw an article, then I clicked it and my Facebook did something weird and then I lost it. But the the title of the article seemed to indicate that some players might refuse British and Irish Lions selection. I mean, uh, congrats on them. I mean, 
Well, yeah, like, like just, just because they just, like, because of, obviously, the, the risk factors, the, the amount of time you're going to have to spend away I'm from your family. I'm assuming Marla's, Marla's done it. Didn't oh. Marla, like, turn down, or no, he... He was going to turn down, I think, Six Nations. Didn't he, like, admit to playing badly so that he would be dropped? Yeah, well, he did that. Yeah, that's an old one of Marla's where, like, yeah. He, psychologically, like he was dropping, dropping games too. Do, do you think? Do you think anyone noticed? <laughs> yeah, that's like that's such a low crap. Like that's the oldest trick in the book. Yeah. He's like perform badly, like yeah, that was that was on purpose. Yeah, like like hindsight. Yeah, yeah, I mean. I don't think he was. I think he don't think he said he was doing it on purpose. I think like he was going through like a little bit of a mental th- mental break thing and. Like, mm. his brain was just not coping with it, and then, so his brain was just, like, on purpose. Not on purpose, but, like, yeah. fucking up playing rugby, subconsciously, like, fucking flubbing rugby. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I think that's what he, he didn't cop to, like, oh, I played on purpose badly. It's not like that. Mm. He's more like that guy from Kung Pao, like, we trained him badly oh, as a joke. Oh, oh. <laughs> he, oh, oh, he legitimately oh. thought he was doing the right thing. <laughs> And just flubbed it completely a couple of times. But may, yeah. may, maybe this is maybe this is maybe this is why I'm not good at rugby. <laughs> You're just stressed about oh, actually. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. subconsciously sabotaging myself. I'm actually the world's greatest rugby player, but this makes so but much my, sense. My, my brain isn't allowing me to play well. This makes so tracks. much sense. That tracks actually. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm, I'm glad in my own head. I'm, gl- I'm glad we've managed to hold you down to this at least. So how does this work? Do I just get a Springbok blazer now, or do I have to like? I think you gotta be write a letter. I'm not sure. Maybe do a YouTube video first, like if you just like running with a rugby ball on the beach for uh, beach for the maybe maybe may, may, maybe I'll need to write a tell autobiography with like a catchy title. I'm thinking ball in hand or something like that. Balls nice. in hand. Nice. Ball in hand. Yeah. Two in the bush. <laughs> Get Alan and Jones to do your like cover blurb. Yeah. Or John Smith. Or John Smith. Um, sorry. So what were we actually talking? Yeah. So do you think anyone would? So say if you were kind of destined to to kind of be a bit of a dirt tracker, like if you were, I don't know, someone like. But it's still your job. Yeah. I mean, it's still your your career. I mean, even a dirt tracker being picked for the British Night Lions, you know, it's pretty prestigious and pays well. Yeah. Like so, I can't. Yeah, I, I'd be really interested to hear the rest of this parent, you know, this um, this article, because I can't imagine the circumstances under, under which someone would reject the British Night Lions selection. Like I can understand someone in South Africa maybe turning down the string box if they were like a Dwan Fondamova or a, even like a Jasper Visa or someone mm. who was about to head overseas you know Jasper Visa technically can still be called up to the string box yeah. but now that he's playing in, in the UK he's possibly aiming for selection for a different nation so I can understand that, that situation maybe wanting Opt out of the I don't understand like an already established international. No, 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 but but I think it's just the the circumstances of this particular, particular. tour. I yeah. think it's just because they don't want to. They don't because they will probably be bubbling for close on two months. Yeah, and it's also yeah. also we looking at it from a Springboks perspective where the Lions tours every twelve years, where these guys could. Like if they lucky manage at least three? two tours in their career, three if they really stretch their career and are lucky. No, so like, no if you know if you hit it, you can do a tour at say real. You can hit all with, three without, tours without being a child prodigy. You can do a tour at twenty four, twenty eight, and thirty two. Yeah, you could hit all three tours, but you've just got to manage maintain like a long enough peak. So like, I think a lot of them are yeah. are the older guys who could most probably pull off skipping a four-year cycle and coming back for the next tour yeah yeah no like i don't think it'll be guys skipping their potentially last lines tour yeah and like or guys guys skipping their potential first lines tour yeah so but it'll guys be sort of, like second tour yeah, or something. like you never know i mean like your first no agreed you never know but that's the thing that's sort of the why 
where them no, might no, be but, taking No, no, but so, someone, someone like Owen Farrell definitely thinks he's going on another Lions tour. Mm. Ooh, I wouldn't be so sure. Can you guys hear me, by the way? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry. I just t- had a bit of a bizarre request. Uh, my neighbor came to my door, and uh, she's got twins, and she ran out of gas. So she asked if, if I could make her pasta, and she, she literally just gave me the pasta in a bowl. Um, and I'm making her pasta. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how to, how to describe it. I got ambushed with pasta. Congrats, so, I guess. That's very neighborly of you, Adam. Well done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, Actually, I don't it, sounds, it sounds like it was a bit forced on you, but how, 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 how are you cooking this pasta? Did she say, like, know, al, al dente or just cook? Yeah, she you, said you just, you, no, I was going to say, send it back to so, her, just, like, cook to, like, mashed potato I didn't even, know, I didn't even know what al dente means. <laughs> It's what? like it's, it's no. like slightly raw. Yeah, it's like oh, al dente. Like, like, like I was gonna say toothsome, but I was like, if Adam doesn't know al dente, he's mean? not gonna know toothsome. It's Adam. It's like the it's like the pasta version of medium rare. Oh, okay, okay. So like, it's gonna have hard. a bit of a bite. Yeah, yeah. Like, like like say if you bite it, it keeps its form. Oh, I see. Okay, I don't know. I don't know what that means. So I, I'm, 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 I'm a little bit confused. I'm just, I'm just winging it here. Adam, um, what if she said I'll dente and you had no fucking idea what it meant? Adam's just got I that pasta on a pot for like I half an hour, <laughs> just going. Adam, Adam, are you using water? I am. She, she did, she did to give me a double look of like, wait, he doesn't know what this means. So, um, <laughs> so she said I'll dente and you didn't know. Sorry, what Adam didn't react at all. I'm, I'm having a bit of an evening right now, so I'm, I'm just trying to, pick, just trying to get by. What, what so, kind of, what kind of pasta is it specifically? It's spaghetti. So it, it's impossible for me to screw up. So I'm just uh, trying to. Have you put some, have you put, have you put, have you put some olive oil in the water? No. Have you salted <laughs> the water? Spaghetti. Sorry? Have you salted the water? I have salted the water. Okay. Have you pushed the, the spaghetti down so that it's all covered? It's not yeah. cooking yet. Surely, Adam, are you waiting for this thing to boil before you put this pasta in, please? Yeah, I boil first. No, actually, that's a lie. I, I, I don't, I don't care. I'm, it's an The oaks in the bubbles will have to deal with maybe cooking for themselves. You know, doing pasta courses and the like. Adam, so I'm going to apologize know. to her to say I'm sorry. This is crap. But What's that I, I'm sorry. You fucking do you a favor. Yeah, save she's the one who ran the gas. Yeah, that'll be like seven rand fifty for the gas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she's also got twins at home, so it's like, uh, you know. So, uh, well, you uh, have singles it. at home, so. so oh. Yeah, just just another example of a bad planning. So yeah, let's uh, let's, <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on because the British Army <laughs> planning is pretty good. Oh, okay. I don't have my PC in front of me. It's about a stove. But what else is uh, what else do we have in these? Oh yes, Australian. There's there's a, there's a competition for the Super Rugby AU Player of the Season or something like that, and fans can vote along, yes. along those lines. So so listen up, hundreds of listeners, ERB mobilize. Do we have Please. hundreds of listeners? I don't know, but I'm going to put the link in the description of the episode. Tens of tens of listeners mobilize. There are tens of us. <laughs> dozens. <laughs> dozens. <laughs> Are, are we are we the never nude of podcast? We could be pretty much the never listen yeah. to. Can we change? Can, 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 can we change our? Can we change our blurb to that? The never nude of rugby podcast. Maybe. Uh, let's see. Adam, uh, do, you, uh, do you watch the rest of development, Adam? No one will mind. Uh, no. okay. I just shut the banana stand. So yeah. There's always money in the banana stand. There's always money in the banana stand. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, I think you should watch the rest of development. Oh, I don't know. I don't really dig the humor, hey? Well, that's... yeah, that's because it's only funny once you've watched it four times. Oh, I see. That doesn't like... seem that and you've got to ca- Then you only still know half the jokes. You've got to watch it another four times to catch the other four jokes that you missed every time on the first four yeah, but, viewings. But, but your ninth rewatch is the sweet spot, Adam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's when you so know... You get started, if you get started now, you'll be, you'll be there in no time. So quick, quick, quick pasta test. So it's a little hard. That's not al dente, right? No. It's going to be a little bit soft. Do you want to know the trick for yeah. how you know it's cooked? Yeah. Take a piece and whip it at your ceiling. If it stays on the ceiling, it's cooked. <laughs> don't let Adam stick pasta to his ceiling. And then it'll, it'll fall on red in like two days if you eat it. And... 
No, but take your piece and whip it at the ceiling. <laughs> take a piece of pasta and whip it at the ceiling, not your piece. This is a family podcast. I'm never asking you Oaks for help. You're giving me all this terrible fucking No, advice. that's legit advice. Adam, you didn't even fucking know what al dente meant and you're on a mission to cook pasta. Like, yeah, you come here with pretty, a pretty low base. Like, you should stay on advice. <laughs> Well, I mean, look, Rugby A, you have a low base. I've got Tim Anstey, and he hasn't even started most of the game. Hey, well, that's, okay, that's so my any, vote. Any, yeah, we're all anything, voting for Tim Anstey, Guys, everyone. all vote for Tim Anstey. Okay, let, let's try. I'm sure there must be a, there must be a subreddit for fucking oh, Christ, polls, look eh? busy. Oh, no. um, Tim Anstey, uh, totally fucking Ulysses, star player, drafted him twice, never started, never played. I think Ant got him. Ant actually got him third time to charm. So... <laughs> He seems pretty like if you're starting, like I'll definitely try to pick him up. Why is he starting? He started that fucking game, had a great one, got injured, and then he he didn't play, and then they kept losing. So it's kind of like, like uh. Well, they won know. now. Was it because he was playing? Yeah, he did play this week. He was. He played this. Week. They won. Good. He started. Adam, are you Adam. eating the pasta now? Potentially, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat this lady's pasta. This poor little woman. Children are going hungry. <laughs> oh my god! They've got Seru Uru on the list. So they've what did they choose? Like four players who who started and then just like two bench superstars for each team or something. I don't know. The whole thing is yeah. a little joke. Like I mean, Seru Uru is fantastic, but he's played really well. But he's not a starter either. Like he loses. Yeah. His injury cover at this point. It's it's a bit silly, so we're a little bit behind at time, so I'm gonna move it a bit. Someone who also isn't a starter, Jean de Jong. He's apparently reportedly supposedly coming back to South Africa, side of the Stormers. Apparently like reportedly supposedly. Yeah. It's a big uh, rumor. Yeah, I just it doesn't seem to make sense to me. Why? He's like I guess as an experienced person for for the younger players in the squad, but I'm not so sure. Maybe the Stormers are trying to copy the Bills by signing everyone they can, except the Stormers can only sign like three people. To me, it sounds like he's like his contract is in at Wasps. He wants to come home. He picked up the phone and called Stormers and was like, listen, if I come back to Cape Town, would you guys be interested? And they were like, fuck, whatever. They were like... I don't think they necessarily headhunted him. But like, I think it was probably similar to like Nizam Khan had to the Bulls where like, they were coming home anywhere and basically the agent shopped around to find a deal for them. That sort of feels like. Yeah, that's not, that sounds about right. Does your no, pasta taste about right? I, I have no idea, bro. I'm just getting through this right now. So it's just... It's, I mean... Uh, is she going to come... Is she going to come like... Fetch it now, or is? So she said I must drop it off at their front door. <laughs> so... <laughs> Adam, Adam, this lady, this lady's made you a bitch, eh? <laughs> Adam, <laughs> she... oh. she's, she's one of the trustees. She is fucking hectic, though. I wouldn't mess with her. She's very nice, but yeah. Contrast an she's actually, person. She's, she's from Mauritius, Ben. What's, so, what's her name? Krishma. Krishma. Mm. Do you know? Krishma. K R I S M A. Karishma. 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 How do you spell it? Karishma, that's what. You have no idea how to spell it, do you? It's K A R I S H M. M A. Not sure what his surname is. Okay. I was going to say. What's next in the news? Any other news? I was going to say, wait, before that, I was going to say Karishma. That's what Adam's D&D character normally lacks. (laughs) (laughs) Adam, I think you should take this pasta to Karishma. Yeah. I think it's done. I think it's been long enough, even though you put it into cold water. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, it's not even boiling it, Adam. Are you just chowing like crunchy pasta? (laughs) I'm just testing. What else is there? Um, let's see. Let me see if I can spot some news while while Adam's away. Um, oh wait, yes, there was that other thing on that paragraph that Ant posted about the without any context. Um, so no source or whatever. This is literally a paragraph of Ant's writing. Let's take it as that about the Pacific, Pacific uh, Pacifica Moana 
Yes. Moana Pacifica Definitely. players, not necessarily. Um, the Australian rugby is sort of worried that uh, Moana Pac- uh, Pacifica Moana. Is it PM? Oh, Morgan Tuanui. Morgan Tuanui, mm. to be more accurate. To be but more he's accurate. right. It's a fair comment. He's worried that this team is now going to become a feeder for a foreign feeder side for New Zealand side, as they're going to be based in Auckland. To which... well, I don't know. Like, but how long have the Fijian Drua been in the Australian domestic? So that's the thing. So two years, right? So the distinction they yeah. the, the distinction they want to draw there between the two is that the Fijian Drua are still technically sort of tied to Fijian or Fijian whereas the Moana Pacifica are Samoan and Tonga that they don't have that sort of like like the Jaguars have like that strong Argentinian tie to it and the Fijian Drua have like a specific national bent to it that this side's less that it's more like a, a more broad broad opening and therefore those players are going to be slightly more easy to poach especially because they're going to be based in south auckland but but surely there's like a okay obviously say hypothetically that is the the big evil plan they're going to get what four players maybe yeah well that's the thing i mean like 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 i'm doubting the whole all blacks gonna the whole all black side is going to be picked from these two teams now yeah, so no, but a lot of, a lot of the it, would be, it would be the four best, right? Yeah. No, no, it would, it would be. But I mean, I think the 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 benefits outweigh the potential. This is on the event that they are doing it to, you know, fuck the system or whatever. Well, it doesn't have to be malicious. Like it can still be just an inadvertent. Yeah, it could be sort of player led as well. But yeah, I, I think yeah, what yeah. might happen is these two teams might become sort of feeder teams not necessarily to the all blacks but to the other super rugby franchises yeah so this is the sort of the yeah. thought with specifically with moana pacifica because because sort of like the group because they stuck uh, in yeah. auckland i mean they're essentially going to either pull a lot of support away from the blues like the the pacifica island guys who are supporting the blues at the moment they'll sort of shift obviously to Moana, or the Moana is just going to get raided by the Blues because it's literally the same area code. Yeah, but didn't yeah. the like the head of the players' association say that like eighty percent of the Moana players must be able to qualify for Tonga or Samoa, or something or like that? That's what Paul Kelly said. Ah, um, I'll be right back. He quoted Kevin Senio, who's the GM for Moana Pacifica. Yeah, and he said that exactly as eighty percent of people for Tonga and Samoa. Yeah. So it's sort of it is sort of then like almost a Jaguarius case where if you wanted to play for Argentina, you had to be signed with the Jaguarius for that, those like four yeah. seasons. I don't know. So I mean, there's a lot of potential for abuse. Yeah. Especially um, because it's like rugby side, rugby nations that have been abused in the past, like by. Yeah. Not just New Zealand. I mean, we can, I'm sure if I say New Zealand, I'm going to get a lot of people agreeing with me. But it's not just them. It's the Northern Hemisphere as well. Like, Nadolo was forced to retire by his from international rugby by his French side. I mean, Northern Hemisphere yeah. is just as heinous towards him as what we would yeah, but I, I think project no, them. But when it's Northern Hemisphere, there's a bit of like, a, there's a bit of sort of distance between... Yeah. You know where where it's because you know a Fijian being fucked over in France somehow feels like oh no you're less associated with it than a Fijian being fucked over in New Zealand. Yeah. Because it's yeah because yeah. I mean it's still yeah I mean how far away are they actually from Fiji? I suppose that's as you said distance becomes an, becomes a thing and it's like almost in that community so to speak still. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the. Uh of the psychological term it's like it's it's copenhagen uh no it's like it's called some condition um but basically like when you observe something you incur a moral duty towards it so the fact that fuji's being screwed over from france doesn't feel as you know as wrong or unethical as Fiji being screwed over by Australia or New Zealand. Yeah. 
anyway, <clears throat> neither here nor there. But basically, I think the point is that there's potential for abuse and potential for growth. And a lot of it's going to come down to how they kind of execute or implement it and whether they are able to you know, draw a line in the sand they can enforce and whether it, you know whether it's really going to solve the problem because you know really when we talk about the all blacks so-called stealing of players very few players actually come from yeah that's Tonga the thing. Or Samoa. Like, so normally it's like second generation yeah that's the thing of, most yeah. of their players are, are who are technically eligible are eligible through parents who have migrated and those players were de- mm. were born yeah. in New Zealand normally so it's it's predominantly like an economic migration rather than a rugby migration yeah um, and you could probably say the same for a lot of the Fijians playing rugby in France I don't know but um, you know it's it's more like uh what is that South African guy who played for uh, for Britain? Uh, sorry, for England. Uh, he played lock. A Moritz Porter, and he went oh, yeah. he went to to the UK just to look for a job. Ended up playing rugby really well and ended up playing for the the English team, mm. as opposed to someone like Brad Barrett or CJ Stander, who you know tried to make the local Springboks and failed and therefore moved overseas, you know, in order to secure a paycheck. I'm not necessarily going to judge them. You could probably hear the tone of my voice, but it is what it is, you know. And most of the players in Australia and New Zealand, well, I, I certainly in the, in the New Zealand setup, I don't know about the Australia setup, but most of them are there anyway. And they just, you know, they come up playing rugby in... New Zealand high schools and universities and then end up playing for the franchises so I don't know how much this is really going to you know, change things this, no, this is a, like, like a debate I often have with my brother about cricket where he says you should actually be nationalised whatever you call it mm. where you learnt the game mm. because these these Fijians, Tongans or the second generation they learned to play rugby in New Zealand yeah, they, yeah. they came they through used, that system. They used New Zealand's resources, New Zealand's fields, New Zealand's coaches, blah, blah, blah. So does Tonga actually have a claim on these people? Well, I mean, it's, you know, because someone like <sighs> Tim, Tim Nana Williams, who obviously has a hereditary connection to Samoa, um, you know, he'll end up playing there for them, if I'm not mistaken. Um yeah, and I'm, I mean, it's it's just one of the. It's, uh, it's yeah. very difficult. To draw it's line. difficult to say where because, like, like with with them as well, like there is a bit of pride for playing for the guy for guys who are second generation to maybe go back and play for that. Like it's a choice to actually go back and play for where your folks are from, where your family's from, and all that. Like there was, yeah. um, there was an old, there's an older, um rugby documentary on the Pacific Island players and I think that yeah it's Tano Manga they talked to him and he wanted to play for is it Samoa? He, he looks his brother his attitude I can't remember off the top of his head but he no, told his brother he wanted to play because his brother played for one of those sites and then his brother told him no 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 you have to play for the All Blacks like you're getting that opportunity go for that opportunity and like part of him was like ah, but i kind of do want to play for you know where i came from but 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 this is this is one of these things though. okay because you know you look at a player like say like james low not my son the other james low the he he was just sitting there waiting to qualify for ireland basically yes mm. and whoever the existing number 14 was i think it was keith maybe Simon's whatever he he was just sitting there knowing his days are numbered because you know James Lowe is coming and then I, I lose my place in the side okay yeah. and you know, obviously you, you feel a bit sorry for that guy but do you feel equally as sorry for a guy so say whoever Tim Nanai Williams took the place of so some guy who you know he's been 
Trekkie it out in Samoa. Tim Danai Williams comes, you know, with the the rugby version of a high uh, rugby version of going to Harvard or whatever. Yeah. You know, he's learned yeah. his rugby from the best or whatever. He basically goes back to his hometown and you know opens up a Michelin star restaurant. Yeah. Really yeah. bad analogy. But uh, <laughs> but it's disgusting. Community, community, <laughs> community upliftment. Yeah, but... okay, so, yeah I, just to continue, we need to wrap up this conversation. No, no, but, but yeah, so like I think it works both ways because he's like a second generation going back to play for their parents' home nation. That, you know, they also take opportunities from guys who, yeah. you know, who probably worked a lot harder to earn those opportunities. And probably need, need them a lot more. Yeah. Tim so Williams had like a good career. He wants to break me. He didn't need the gig at Samoa, which, by yeah. the way, is where Tano Maga is from. Yeah, Samoa, I looked it up. His brother is Mike Umaga. Oh. They, they, must... they even played against <laughs> each other. His cousin was Jerry Collins. Yeah. Nice. I, I like I like families like that where the one is like a crazy day, but then the other's like, oh, it's like, have you met my son Tuni Tunival? Oh yeah, and his brother Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's like it's like Israel and John. No, but so, <laughs> so to be fair, Tana's not his full name. It's Jonathan Ionatana Fale Falefasa Umaga. So the Tana is just short for Ionatana. Yeah. But Mike is just Mike. Yeah, Mike is. Well, according to Wikipedia, Mike is just Mike. Actually, there probably is more, but Wikipedia just Michael. It's just Mike. Yeah, it's it's the KE Mike. But yeah, Wikipedia hasn't filled it in. No, Wikipedia has filled in birth name Michael Umaga. Sorry. All right, folks, we we'll, we'll have to leave it there. Um, so Adam, Adam, how did the neighbor receive their pasta? Oh, well, her husband Jerry With came picked it up. He was very he was very grateful. So he's, uh, and then he joked about getting noodles. Oh, I'm not sure if that was the joke, but um, yeah. That sounds very sexual. Oh, did you fuck up bit? the pasta, Adam? I don't know. I said to him, if I screwed it up, I'm sorry. And I said, I was on the phone to a friend. That's what you guys are. Phone on a friend. And I just said, I don't know what our dente is. And she's like, I think Christian's pulling her leg. I don't think she was pulling my leg. She seemed very serious about it. She was like, I'll dente as a matter of fact. Anyway, it's done. Um, what has also done is that Johan Huesen signed for the Bills. Finally. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh. Yeah, he's, he's coming back to Pretoria. Huge, but um, huge. huge news, yeah. Uh, I guess to either play 15 or 10, but, or even 12, we'll, we'll, we'll find out. Hopefully he doesn't retire again and go to a farm. So let's turn our attention to the rugby field. And we can start with Super Rugby AU. The, was it the Friday game? Was it the which one was? No, Australia was. was no, yeah, there was. Oh, you're right. Australia, Australia, was, Australia was Saturday, Sunday. Yes, yes, yes. It was Highlanders Blues. And did good game, actually? Um, Highlanders deserved winners, but <coughs> winners, yes. Um, and uh, I think the big winner was the Scything Commission because Alex Hodgman got three weeks suspension for introducing his shoulder yarn. It's for introducing. He was lucky for three weeks for that. Yes, that was. Fucking and, and it was yeah, James Lynch, he's just, like, just recovered from a from awful leg injury snapped, from last year. Snapped leg, yeah. Jesus. Um, what did you guys think of the game? I enjoyed the game. I mean, I that was a good game. Game. I'm going to admit I had a lot riding on that game. I think half my side was in that game this weekend. Uh, they didn't know. No, they did, it did all right. It went all right for me. Well, I, I quite liked how Aaron Smith got picked off by Jonathan Rue for the first try. Ooh, yeah, that, that was, was hilarious. That was, that was so yeah. someone someone posted the uh, Michael Jordan I took that personally meme. Yeah. <laughs> and like Aaron Smith just went on to have like a blinder of a fucking game. Like from that point on he was he was, he was fed up. He was like, How dare you make fun of me? Yeah, who the fuck do you think you are? Besides being the second fastest <laughs> Oh no. Actually no, oh. I suppose Ruru's now the fastest person at the blues right now because um thing he's gone now. Uh Bowden Barrett's most left. Yes. So oh, was Ruru second? Yeah, Ruru was Ruru had like broken the club record. Okay. But like on the same day that Barrett smashed it. Oh, but like for that like fitness test. Yeah, for that like suicide or whatever. Like the Yeah, but I, I reckon a guy like Rico Yoni could smash it if he wanted to, he just can't be fucked. Yeah, that also tracks. But yeah, so like the day yeah. like the day like Bowden smashed it and like everyone was all on it. 
like on the news and all that about how Bowden did it, like quietly, like a byline. Also, Jonathan Ruru broke the record. Yeah. <laughs> just like he just didn't break it by as much. He didn't break it by as much. He may have done it earlier that day, just before Bowden, and yeah. Bowden was like, I can't be having this. Put his head yeah. down and ran with his head forward, pointed forward as he does. But yeah, I thought it was pretty good game. Um, I'll tell you who's probably been the standout for the Highlanders this season is, is Shannon Frizzell. Yeah, yeah, he's been expert. He worked he's You mean you mean uh, the white version of Kazuki Himeno? The white version of Tamansky. Oh, Tamansky, future Australian rugby player of the year, as voted by the fans. MVP, band. MVP, MVP. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, he has, he has been good. I, I'm glad. Right, uh, I'm glad actually the Highlanders seem to have sort of stabilize their loose forwards a bit because remember it used to be fucking ridiculous like yeah. when they used they kind of had six players and they all kind of get you know well it's still a bit of a problem of I mean because obviously Kazuki Emino has come in and like he's basically making it very difficult to, to drop for, him for, yeah, for Michele Tuu to actually not Try and yeah. work it. <laughs> try and so like, try at that eighth man spot. Michele too, who was probably, I would say last year, he would have yeah. been, he probably would have uh, been the final the of the season mm. if, if it wasn't if, for, if it was for Hoskins Tutu. Exactly, if it wasn't for Hoskins Tutu, who made all the headlines. He was like Michele too was kind of the root to. It's actually, uh, actually, if it wasn't for Hoskins Tutu, Michele too probably would have made the All Blacks. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Like, he Sounds was really good. He was really good for the And, like, now he's become, like, like a bench player at best. Yeah. But they, they're still playing, you know, Lynch's at open side because they kind of have to. So, in order to balance the loose trio, you can't fit both Mikel Ejiu and Himeno in the same loose trio, but you're left with you know, subpar player in my opinion. Um, in James Lynch's I would say James Lynch's not as good as Mikela too, but he's only open sider. Yeah. So mm. it's difficult yeah, it's a difficult situation. But anyway, Frizzol's been great and himno has been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm just trying to just think what happened. Yeah, Mitch Hunt had a, had a bit of a better game. Four assists. Mm-hmm. Try assists, which, which which was good, though uh, not much else. Rico only scored a very good try. Um, I just felt the Blues just inconsistent, but the Highlanders almost let them sneak back into the game uh, mm-hmm. as well. If the Blues had managed to get something out of that match, it would have been uh, bullshit. Um, but just Josh Irony just adds a lot. He just makes them a better team. So I'm just hoping he can put those bad boys days behind them. Um, Avatunga Fassi, he had a very good game as well. Yeah. He actually did, played really nicely. He did to the to the surprise of the fantasy managers who did not believe in him, as well. Yeah, he was my second pick after George Bauer. Oh, Bauer worked out, yeah. made a lot of tackles and, and all that jazz. Is um, any further comments on on this game? The Highlanders did well. The Blues again do very bluesy things, very inconsistent. Hoskins just... did all right after picking up a yellow. Yeah. Such a stupid yellow yeah. as well. I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to echo what I said like yeah. last week, I think, which is, you know, last year we thought we were robbed of like a grand final in our terror between the Blues and the Crusaders, both of whom lost this weekend. But the Crusaders, at least, you know, you still think they looked like a championship team. Yeah. Blues, all of a sudden, not so much. So, yeah, very disappointing. Yes. Um, so the, the Blues need their face. The Crusaders, uh, who've been wobbling quite a bit um, next week. I guess that's going to be a segue to to Saturday's game. Uh, Crusaders losing, deservedly so, if you ask me. Score, the scoreboard was not a fair reflection of the game. Um, what was the score? I think it was 27-26 with Bikenzi. 26-25. 26-25, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the Crusaders did play their, their B-team pack, and they did score the first try through uh, Leicester Fine and Agouk. Fine. Uh, I got a new yeah, thanks. But yeah, he went off for HIA, did not come back. Um, yeah, the Chiefs actually bossed the game mostly. The the Crusaders did a ton of tackling. They didn't really create create too much. Um, a typical Cody Taylor try. He, he came on and scored. 
he's just so valuable, so important to them. Um, but the Crusaders are wobbling. What do you think the issue mm. is? But also, I also noticed, obviously, being the manager of Severus, he had a shocker. George Bridge hardly saw the ball. Um, Will Jordan doesn't oh, pass. The, so, outside did, backs were, the outside backs were never going to see the ball with that back line. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, they've got a centered. They yeah. got wings at center. Wings don't like you know like everything in your sort of programming is you, is you don't pass. Yeah. And then maybe you could sneak a wing at outside center. You cannot sneak a you know you can't just pack your backline with outside backs and expect you know um, the ball to get spread and stuff. Yeah. Even yeah. if they are spreading it, they're just not as good at passing because you know they're not as experienced at passing. And they, and they do a full back at twelve as well. Each one of them, I mean, like that's the problem. Like each one of them is where they are because they've established themselves as being better with the ball than necessarily giving it to someone else, right? So they know that like that's where their strength lies. So someone like a David Abili and Lester Fanganuku, as well as Bridge and a Jordan and a Reese, in most cases, even if it's sixty forty. In most cases, they'd prefer to back themselves. Not that they're selfish necessarily, but like that's what they made their careers on. So, when it comes to you know the average game, you can't be that surprised when you don't have a distributor in the back line. Yeah. You don't have someone even like a, a Jack Goodhue or I'm trying to think of a few other examples, but like someone who's quite happy to shuffle the ball on a drawn pass. In most cases, they're used to you know, going for the line, just yeah, taking but, but the ball line. Also, also, it's a different kind of... Because obviously Jack Goodhue carries. He takes the line. But there's a, there's a certain way you carry mm. as an inside center versus the way you carry as a wing. Mm. Yeah. Because as an inside center, you run knowing you're going to get tackled and your priority is to, to give quick ball. Yeah. Yeah. As a wing, you almost don't you you know you you your priority is to beat the man. So you'll normally fuck around. Your support runners will overrun you. You'll put your forwards out of position. Then it, it's a lot more comp. And then also, running uh, running at wing versus running at center. You obviously there's a lot less sort of traffic to contend with. Yeah. So so sometimes you feel you can break the line as a center because you have a wing mentality. When really realistically you should just be either head down or passing it. Right? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's move on to the next game before Adam kills us. Uh, no, we're not doing too, too badly for time. Um, I was just going to say the Chiefs um, were very good. Um, they, I think their front row, some of the Why have I forgotten his surname? The hooker, number two. Takiyaho. Thank you. He had a very good game. Uh, Angus Tarval, uh, the prop professor. Uh, Aiden Ross were very, very good. It's just the whole pack. Lacton Boucher was back. Added, added a lot at the breakdown. Which also, I think mm. the Crusaders suffered a little bit. They didn't really have a proper jackal in that position. Someone who's really come back to the left, Anton Leonard Brown. Full. I mean, Full crushed it this week, but uh, Full's got deep man love for ALB. He was excellent as well. Alex Nankerville wasn't wasn't a bad substitute for Quincy Park. I just think the Chiefs, even James Lowe got the ball. Not James Lowe. Jonah Lowe. Jonah. Jonah Lowe, thank you. Even Jonah Lowe got the ball. So uh, the Chiefs um, are very dangerous. And it looks like after winning those, losing those first few games, they are on track for the finals. Who would have thought? Yeah, all it takes is going a whole season without winning and then still carrying on that train for a well, bit. All it, takes, all it takes is ditching Gatlin, can I just say? That's actually, that's actually why I came on tonight, just to slate Gatlin. <laughs> yeah, but he's a good choice for the Lions coach. Keep that up. Yeah, yeah. he's an excellent choice for the Lions coach. As long as he makes Mario Toji's cat. Yeah. And mm. selects over. Oh, is it, isn't Mario Toji... I thought they renounced Toji's cat. No, no. no That's a dreamless. Um, so, yeah, we'll go to the first Aussie game, which was... Sorry, which which one was that, um, actually? Uh, it was Force and... Oh, God. Tars. Yeah, uh, which oh, did start in, by the way, I checked. Yeah. How did the... I, I felt like the Waratahs were the better team, but they deserved to lose um, at the end. I for their complete... I thought they played better, I'd be, uh, than the Force. Classic, uh, classic Sydney old boys bias over here. Yeah, definitely. Um, but for those of you who didn't see it, they win the penalty uh, at the breakdown, they kick for the line-out, 
um, with the clock virtually up instead of tapping it and going to forwards. That's what I would have done. But then at the line out, they threw long, missed it, the uh, fourth turn it over, do like 18 phases, um, and then they win the penalty. So the the, the, the Tars were highly inexperienced. Uh, Donaldson didn't do that. But I mean, at this rate, you 10. can't be saying the Tars were highly inexperienced because that's been what they've been saying for like a season and a half now already. No, but this year's worse, dude. This year's worse. Donaldson's pretty good. Did you see that drop kick conversion when mm-hmm. he was running out of time? That was pretty boss. It was like a whole lot of, I don't know, people complaining about Donaldson. Yeah, he, he, he actually played really well. Yeah, but he's not that young. He's like, I mean, he's 22, which is obviously quite young. But like, people made it sound like he was a fucking 16-year-old who's being selected. He's like the same age as, as Will Harrison, isn't he? I mean... Is this just Mac Mason all over again? I was going to say, where's Mac Mason? I'll complain with, yo, well, Mac Mason. Did he, is Mac Mason? Mac Mason actually has a great name for uh, MLR. Yeah, he's playing ML, MLR. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, he kept the winning goal for the Giltinis this weekend. Yeah, he scored quite a heat try for the Giltinis this weekend. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I'll, 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 find the, I'll find the video just so Ant can gloat later. But, but between like, between Izzy Parisi, Dalekai Fichetti, Alex Newsom, and Jack Maddox, they don't have an inexperienced team. Like, that's a pretty experienced backline. <sighs> I guess. I guess. Uh, but they're forward packs pretty well. It's experience. Them, like, it's not about skill, right? So, like, uh, it's not really a matter of opinion. I don't know. I just thought it was, it was ridiculous. Um, if, if I, just, I don't know about the force. I don't... I mean, um, Kaitu's great. I think he's he's actually been a find this season. Apart from he had about hit one or two mares at line out time. And also that try when he ripped the, the Petrano get the assist. Um, I, don't know, I don't know if you rip from your own player if that counts as an assist. Yeah. It's, but yeah, I mean, the, the Waratahs like, were just not really for, for any of that. Like, they, I don't know if they're listening, but like, Jake Gordon, for example, just let the try happen. There was no one watching Faluti. Oh, what's the name? Kaitu. Mm. Um, <clears throat> like, that try, you know, it's a good highlight, whatever, but I mean, that's just fucking terrible defense, let's be honest. Um, the fact that no one even... Because he had like a 20-meter run-in or something. Yeah, no, he had a massive meters. run. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's piss poor. So, you know, credit to the Force for a win, but it's only... Because, I mean, the, the Force are now in line for like that second, third playoff that Australia love, love to throw from Don't get me up. fucking started on the third place making the finals, dude. I know, I know, oh. I know it's it's a terrible setup, but I'm just saying like, at this point, the force, I mean, the force make it to third, they beat the Rebels who are having an off day or whatever. Now all of a sudden the force are in the fucking finals and we'll never hear the end of Perth for like, I don't know yeah. how long. Mm. But yeah, um, any any further comments on this one, guys? I know I've, I've said my piece. Uh, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then I guess the last game of the weekend was I, I missed most of it. It didn't look like a great game. Again, uh, Rebels, Brumbies, Brumbies, well, Brumbies didn't look great. Hey, the one twenty six twenty, um, just did not look like a great game. To to be honest, even just checking out the highlights. Though actually, no, I, I take that back. It was a great highlight where. Matsumura Falcon, I think it was Richard Hardwick. Kemeni. Yeah. No, Kemeni. Oh, Kemeni. And then the ball bounced. And then... Um, Slammed him Kunzile. in the chin. Like, Kunzele. Oh. I, can't, I can't pronounce his surname, but he picked it up and scored. It was actually ridiculous. It was Kinsel. like a comedy of errors. Unbelievable. But I mean, <laughs> this is like the story of the, the Super NBA. It's like teams just hate fucking finishing games normally. Because no, I try crossing the game. You're right. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was I was gonna comment on how close all the Super Rugby AU games have been. The last like four have been, you know, like yeah, they've been very close. One one point, but I'm not that excited. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's not it's not close endings in a good way. It's close endings in like the embarrassing. Like neither you know, of them. Mis- the team that wins this could never. touch, lose your own lineouts, fucking fucking into your teammates. Like, it's not really. I mean, it, it's good entertainment, but in the way that, you know, like Adam said, it's a comedy of errors. 
not in the way that like it's you know tetrat strength business strength it's like it's yeah i don't know i i don't know i'm a bit of a hater so i'm not gonna beat a dead horse but yeah you guys know my feelings about this like the the australian teams and i, I exclude the races and for the most part the primaries yeah. yeah but um i think there's a lot of room for improvement especially on defense and in terms of discipline you know and particularly in the last five minutes or so just closing out a game i don't know what it is but they just hate to lose or win normally um they seem to insist on ripping defeat from the jaws victory mm. so well, yeah. this, this is why i tell you brown said that he thinks the highlanders can sweep all the aussie teams he's not wrong um and look obviously Brumbies reds Brumbies are just i think they're just a tough team to play um because of their pack but the red I, mm. I, yeah i think the reds are deservedly top of the table their games have been quite good but i kind of I agree with you um the other tile has been smashed a few times the other teams managed to drag the reds and Brumbies down to their level um so we'll see. The finals are to come. Is there, is there any, any other further comment, chaps, just about, about the Super Rugby over the weekend? Or are we going to give, get, wrap it up? Uh, we do Super Rugby quickly. Yeah, yes, super I, have, I have that open. Um, let's start with the... Let me get the uh, coin, because there's four of us. Super Rugby in New Zealand. So first, at Waikato Stadium in Hamilton, it's Chiefs Hurricanes. Chiefs what do we have? Like a million. Riding, yeah. riding high after a crusader win, like at least thirteen. No, but no, have the Chiefs won anything by anything substantial? Though? No, I was gonna say like Chiefs by no, massive four wins in row. five. They won by four wins in a row. No, no, but yeah, but not It's always been by like one point, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm like saying. The biggest margin yeah, they've yeah. been before is five. <laughs> okay, I'll put five. Uh, well, that's easy. And then this other one should be easy. Crusaders Blues at Eden Park. Say it should win. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, but, and then I'll have the 18 pack back. Um, it'll be interesting. Interesting point about that back line. I felt when Dallas McLeod played one, I think at the start of the season, he looked pretty good, actually. Ryan Crotty solid. Ryan Crotty esque. Mm. Um, and they, it's, I think, I think, a very good point by the way. They're just trying to shove all their best players and, uh, yeah, like poor David Havili, hey. He's probably like a six, seven out of ten center, but he could be so much better. I'm glad I don't have him in my fantasy the, team. The problem, the problem is he's like Are a you? nine. He's like a nine <laughs> out of ten fullback, and Will Jordan's like a ten out of ten. <sighs> I don't know, man. Will Jordan doesn't pass Jordan to Severus. Jordan has done well this weekend. <laughs> Lots of running meters, but I don't, I don't know. He seems a bit of a selfish player. Um, but uh, maybe I'm just talking cuck and I'm better. Because Andrew traded me a lemming, so uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. I think. You said Andrew traded you a lemming. I think Andrew ate shit last week as well because of what you traded him, didn't he? Yeah. Well, I, I, he gave me Conor Gone Bash out for the season. Lost Sam Kane for the season. Uh, Freedom Viacolo. Oh, yeah, he, he wasn't perfect. I lost him. James Slipper early in the season. Alex took him. Hmm. That, that hurts me every time. Anyway, I got, I got the Crusaders by about 12. If that's fair. Yeah, fair. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Um, well, cool. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. What about the... Australia? We can do the oh, Australian no. oh, sorry, I, I, I forgot about Australia. <laughs> yeah, it's their last, last round. I don't come. Uh, here we are. Uh, Waratahs Rebels in Sydney on Friday. Mm. I almost oh, want to say the Rebels, but like, not oh, much. I'm, I'm going to say draw. Sorry, that's on Saturday. Excuse me. Um, oh, so who, who's this? It's Waratahs Rebels on Saturday. Give me a go. Well, I got gotta it wrong. Be, it's got to be Rebs, surely. Yeah, just keep Rebs. the Tars winless. Have they won yeah. yet? They haven't won yet this season. No, they? they should have, but anyway. Okay, I'll say Rebels by five. And then, oh, Force Reds in Perth. Again, this should be pretty easy to pick. Reds by about 30. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. just put 30 for kicks. Okay. 29, 29. Give the Force some credit. Okay. Depends okay. playing. Yeah, that's true. If Anzi players are only lose by two. Anzi <laughs> yeah. versus the... The Reds. Yeah, but they probably won't pick NC because he's played a game now. Yeah. And they and, and they won, so it's like no, we don't need him anymore. So, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, that will wrap it up for the Rugby Banter. Thanks for the, the, the pasta cooking advice, guys. It was really appreciated. You didn't take any of it. No, <laughs> you, you just, just, just fucking it. you just fucking hacked this pasta and you gave them slime out of. We, no, we should have asked for a photo actually. Yeah. I, do, I don't. I didn't think it was that bad. 
I just I just hope it wasn't too bad. Well, so, on the on the plus side, she'll never ask you to do it again. Yeah, well <laughs> that's <done>. true. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It just happened so quickly. Um, it's like I got mugged. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, uh, Matt, thanks, thanks for joining us. I hope, hope things are fine on your side of the mountain. Yeah, I think I'm doing better on this side. Uh, I'm nice. around the corner from all the shit. Oh, uh, good. Like nearby, but not near enough, which yeah. is good. Um, Alex, I, I, I know you're a little bit closer. Hope things are alright, and that the dog and the baby calm down a bit. Yeah, I'm hoping for a good night's good night's rest tonight. Yeah, I, I wish you luck. Uh, and Ben, yeah, you have no such worries. You just uh, got just got your baby, little girl, to not get Danny hyped up. Not Danny, excuse me, James hyped up. Yeah, no, um, I think uh, they're both sleeping now. I oh, excellent! So. Just dad yeah. of the year. Nice. I am a. I am a father of two now. So, yeah. <laughs> Are you experienced? Yeah. No, I'm not experienced. Like, come on. Like... <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode of Elite Robbie Banter. Thank you for listening. Um, and don't come to my house and ask me to make you pasta, please. That's a, that's a, that's a bit weird. Uh, vote, for, vote for Tim Anstey. Yes, yeah, so vote for vote Tim, Tim Anstey. I'm going to put a the... vote for Tim Anstey is a vote for justice. I'll put a link in the description for the voting as well. Yeah, please. Uh, I'd appreciate that. Uh, all right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, obviously, as I've noted, if you're in Cape Town, keep safe. Um, obviously, the COVID is still out there as well. Keep safe from that too. And we all What if care- imagine the, the smoke huh? kills the COVID? <laughs> when that, I don't know. I don't know where, where the trade-off starts and the loss begins. Um, we'll be back next week. Cheers. <laughs>